and three. We begin. Getting hot out there, plus 37 for that noontime run. Four miles, 150 double-unders, 50 bench jumps, one-arm push-ups, half-pistol squats, followed by some light work, light weights, sorry, slow weights after work. Need to sleep some more. I'm going too slow. How was Ukrainian class? May you make your movie 2023 officially done. Now to begin editing episode number 39 of my big podcast and thinking about how to record while traveling. Oh, by the way, a little bit of a note about uh, recording. Uh, has has been how has it been going? I've been recording in mono recently, and uh, today I'm going to try recording in stereo. So this episode is coming to you in stereo, 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 stereo. With that, folks, Wednesday, June seventh, two thousand twenty-three. I'm Stephen Sersky. Hope you're doing well. I'm a Canadian expat here in Beijing, China. Podcaster, vlogger, video auger. Uh, writer, you know, all those things, and of course, ESL professional. <laughs> oh, goodness, I guess I can I, I can qualify myself as that because I've been doing it for so long, right? Right, right? Well, maybe I'm just ESL veteran. Let's put that. ESL stands for English as a Second Language, which is the industry that I am uh, involved in. And I record these at Daily Audio Digest, some of the things that are going on uh, both in China, some of the things that keep me occupied, which is basically the life and times of a working traveler, because that's what I am, working and traveling here in Beijing, China, living the life as you can, as only you can in Beijing, China. It is getting hot. Uh, we finally hit the uh, upper 30s in the uh, the centigrades uh, these days. It was, uh, I actually ran without my shirt on today, and I felt a little bit awkward because this is such an uncommon thing to do uh, in China. It's like, I don't think it's an unspoken taboo. Like, I don't think anyone, no one would ever say anything. Uh, it's not, no, they're, they're not going to uh, scream at you or anything. Uh, they might wonder, like, what you're doing. Uh, and I don't even know how, like, if it, I think the only way that they'd ever inform you that you're not allowed to run around shirtless is they'd put a, a sign up. They'd be very discreet about it. They'd put a poster up. They'd say, oh, there's been complaints. There's been issues. Someone has said something, which no doubt someone has said, hey, look at the foreigner without a shirt on. You know, like, hey, look at that guy with the big beard flopping around over there. What's he doing? Oh, he's running. Really? Why is he running without his shirt off? That's not safe. It's plus 37. And so if you're wondering, like, did I SPF myself? I did not SPF my body. I did SPF my arms and face and everything, but... I was wondering about, you know, whether or not I should have like And the thing is that I'm not in the direct sun uh, very long. It's like we're talking like maybe two, three minutes tops as I run down the part of the block that is exposed to the sun, and then I'm back in the shade. And we're not talking like shade under trees where the sun is still shining on you. We're talking shade like the sun rays aren't coming down this way. <laughs> They are being deflected, and this is deflected light shade. Well, that's that's how I'm interpreting it. So tell me if I'm wrong. I know um, some people would be very sort of concerned about that, uh, and uh, certainly is something to uh, to think about going forward because Beijing does get hot. But it, and the sun, I mean, is how melanoma, skin cancer, sun exposure, direct correlation, indirect correlation. How healthy is SPF for you? The healthier method uh, is actually to wear 
longer sleeve clothes, which is what the Chinese people do. Uh, it's you, you cover yourself up and you don't get ex uh, direct exposure to the sunlight or exposure to direct sunlight uh, as that. And that sort of helps to uh, keep your skin a little bit uh, younger, I think, uh, is how they'd sort of say. But you look at the elderly Chinese people and let's just face it, you get old and wrinkly anyway. I mean, no matter what you try to do, which is kind of defeating to tell you the truth i mean you, you you try so hard to to be young and youthful and not not so much you don't have to look you well yeah you you want to look youthful but then you just the life the world your body just turns against you and it just crinkles up and makes a scowl on your face and it just never leaves it wrinkles i mean how what how why why is life so cruel? <laughs> Enough of that. Four miles ran today. I was running quite quick. I'm not sure. I am feeling better overall. Like uh, I'm sure you can still hear there's a bit of a nasaliness, a nasaliness to my voice, but uh, not all that bad. Uh, certainly not as bad as it was even just yesterday or a couple days ago, uh, but uh, I was able to get the four miles in at lunchtime. Um, ran the first, like, there was a couple miles there I was doing really well, like 9.22 and 9.45. Uh, the others were over 10, uh, and I was trying to run slow, so not entirely sure uh, why that happened. Maybe it's because working on this treadmill, you know, um, walking up and down this, walking on this treadmill, running on this treadmill, um, it has a slight inclination, and so slight incline, uh, and so it is a little bit more, I guess, more of a workout compared to walking on uh, you know, flat ground sort of thing. But as I've mentioned before, there's something to be said about getting outside and going for a walk too. As I, even last night, I was like, oh, I just got to get out of this apartment. It's warm. It's hot. You go outside. It's a little bit cooler outside to tell you the truth. So, uh, But four miles done, uh, 150 double unders. So I cut in half the number that I normally do. Uh, 50 bench jumps, one arm push-ups, uh, those are getting better, and half pistol squats, still can't do the full ones on my own, my flexibility just isn't there, not only that, uh, is the glutes, uh, partially, and then like the quads, everything, the legs just aren't strong enough to do that just yet, and I'm guessing more, more of, of anything, it's uh, my technique, so uh, trying to get the proper technique done, uh, or in as well. Also, after work, followed up with uh, some slow weight work, just some kettlebell work, nice and easy. Um, I've been dogging it with these um, afternoon uh, workouts, like post-work workouts. And I'm guessing there's a couple of reasons, probably. One, I'm not sleeping enough. I'm only getting five or six hours of sleep. Uh, number two, probably not too many, uh, not as much, uh, uh, not enough carbohydrates, which I've talked about before. I think I'm getting a decent amount of protein in, so I am able to maintain some strength, but in terms of like velocity, in terms of strength, um, and overall willingness to do these afternoon workouts, it's not the same as it used to be before. Now, also getting warm, and these afternoon workouts, uh, sorry, like the noontime workouts, those have scaled up in terms of uh, difficulty, substantially. I mean, I never used to run four miles at, at lunchtime. I do now. Um, I also never used to do two or three hundred double unders, but I do that on a regular basis as well. Same with the the, uh, the bench jumps and everything. So the the noontime workout has gotten a lot more intense. Meanwhile, the afternoon, like the after work workouts, um, are not as intense anymore. They're a lot slower. 
uh, and I'm just moving a lot slower overall. I don't want to do a lot of uh, fast kettlebell sort of um, metabol- metabolic exposure, metabolic conditioning sort of stuff like that. No, I, I just want to take it easy to tell you the truth. All that being said, do need to sleep more, so hopefully I'll actually yeah, get to bed before midnight tonight as I'm uploading my last video for Maybe Make Your Movie. Uh, I've got to do this podcast, and then we'll uh, post it up uh, after this is all done. How was my Ukrainian class? Uh, so this is uh, with uh, one of the ladies who's living in Lviv right now. Um, she's a good teacher because she's able to sort of grade her language. I've mentioned this before, grade her language or bring her language down basically to my level uh, and then push, you know, slightly bit, but word by word, you know, one new word or two new words uh, per sort of question sort of thing. So it does help. It's a little bit kind of defeating to always not know what the, the you know, the crux question word is. But at the same time, it's how you expand your uh, uh, your vocabulary. And uh, with her, I feel a whole lot more fluent than I do with uh, some of the other uh, teachers that I have. So. Uh, I think as I go forward through the summer and then even thinking about over the next six months, you know, since that we are at the end of the first six months of uh, of the year, I haven't really sort of planned out too much for the next few months. I want some time off. I want to take one or two months off uh, just to sort of give myself a breather. Um, and then usually with the start of the school year, I'll start thinking about how I want to approach. Actually, even not, not even still, not even the school year. It's more the... The renewal of the contract, and that usually happens around October, November. So uh, that's sort of the the next big um, time to sort of think: what sort of projects do I want to get done in the uh, the next contract contracted year, the next contractual year that I'd be in China? Because that's the safest way to sort of play it. I can't really go by six month in- increments because it doesn't line up with like my reality, basically. So. Um, the, actually the next, the, the next big jump will actually, will, will be at the end of August of whether or not I keep this apartment or if I move. And if I move, that's going to present all sorts of problems. And, um, it, just because I, I'm so ensconced, ensconced, I'm so basically stuck into this apartment that I do not, I'm not as against moving as I was before. And I was thinking that even if I had to pay more, would that higher rental fee somehow translate into greater potential earnings of some sort, given this film work, this audio work that I'm doing? Like, is there a way that I can make it up sort of thing, right? That, that, that's, right now, I feel kind of crimped. Uh, it's getting crimped, crimpy, you know, especially with the treadmill. <laughs> All the workout equipment, um, you're trying to uh, do recording. It's like, do you... Which way do you go? Do you expand or do you just get rid of a bunch of stuff? Uh, I, I think some people would say get rid of a bunch of stuff. And surely, I, yeah, I probably could. There's, I'm looking around right now. There's a couple of kettlebells that I could probably get rid of. Uh, so if someone wants them, you can probably have them. I got them from another colleague and I have not been using them. Uh, so I, I'd actually rather get rid of these and get two smaller ones, to tell you the truth, uh, if I could, if I uh, sort of really made the push to um, move things around that, there's some books around here as well, and lots of cardboard boxes that can get thrown out already because they've been sitting around, sitting around for a while. Oh, and I have a uh, what do you call it? Not a not a dry cleaner. What are these things called? Uh, a steamer. There we go. So I have a steamer, like a clothes steamer, and uh, that's been that was given to me as well, and I haven't 
ever used it because I don't go out that in, in outfits that need that care. So that's another thing that I can get rid of. And it would uh, give me some visual relaxation, if you will, or at least take one thing out of my mind and out of my visual path. Uh, all right. So uh, anyway, how was Ukrainian class? Uh, so continuing on with this girl, uh, very good. And it looks as if, I'm not sure, I think I have four more classes with her. But uh, coming up, like tomorrow I don't have class. I think next week I might have two or three classes, but then that's it. Uh, I did have Chinese class yesterday, but that package that I purchased with that teacher has also um, been used up. So it's going to going to take some time off from the language learning and sort of you know deal with getting back to Canada maybe for a little bit, seeing if there's any things that I have to deal with there. Um, you know, I was thinking of all things with uh, in terms of spending money on languages and then going back to Canada. Uh, and this, like my sort of hesitation of traveling, and every time I've hesitated to travel, something has gone sort of wrong on the trip. So this double spooks me to tell you the truth, and it's not making me, it's not encouraging me to, to book any more, uh, any any quicker than I was already trying to book these tickets. Uh, so all that being said, at some point I do have to get back to Canada. Uh, at some point I'm going to have to figure out what to do with uh, any stuff that's left over there. Uh, whether it's uh, put it into storage, uh, give it away, sell it, or just throw it all out, right? I mean, if not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to throw it all out. Or do I move it to China, which uh, might be an idea, to tell you the truth, uh, if China is going to be an extensive settlement of some sort. We'll see. Uh, now to begin editing um, episode number 39. Now that uh, May You Make Your Movie 2023 is over, so all those videos are now up on YouTube they are not all up on Instagram just yet. I think there's three missing from Instagram. Uh, but the vast majority have been uploaded and they're all done. This last one was just the end credits where I did sort of a little uh, quick... Um, it's four minutes long, five minutes long. If you don't want to watch all of my clips, if you don't want to click through all of them, uh, this is probably the quickest, the one that you should watch because it just summarizes all the clips together. It's like four or five minutes long. It's not too boring. Uh, I don't think it is anyway. Uh, and that way you get the uh, the gist of what I did throughout the month watching these these clips. Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, that ends the creative season, thankfully, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Struggling to get these things done. Uh, boy, it's already June 7th and finally uploaded the last video. Um, I might modify how I approach this going forward and just how much I allow myself to uh, be as creative, I guess. Maybe going forward, I'll have to restrict my creativity, like only do stop motion, only do animation, only do paintings, uh, or only do real life uh, work, stuff like that. Uh, or just simply get rid of the whole soundtracking business because the soundtracking was taking me a while. It would add an extra 20 to 30 minutes uh, to each video, and when the videos itself are taking 30 to 40 minutes to create, like it's an hour, hour and a half that you think isn't, you know, it's only an hour, hour and a half, but you add in, uh, you know, working out, you add in language class, you add in podcasting every night, and, <coughs> excuse me, all of a sudden you have a recipe for a very busy evening that um, you just keep on repeating, and regardless of whether you uh, consider this to be a a content sprint or or not, it's a lot of work. 
<laughs> it's a lot of work, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I encourage people to do this, even though I'm sort of painting a very uh, difficult picture of it. Um, I don't think there's any way around it. There, of course, there's other ways around it. You, you'd sort of have to gauge for yourself how much you want to do. And I think uh, next year, if I do this, and especially these creative months uh, that I'm doing, I think what might be best is to, oh, excuse me, <coughs> oh boy, got to tickle my throat. This is happening through my Ukrainian class too. This is the remnants of uh, that, uh, whatever I had over the weekend, be it the virus or <clears throat> head cold or whatever it is, but this is the remnants. Um, these creative project months, these content sprints that I'm doing, uh, I think I won't do as many language studies during them. I think that's the uh, the key here is that don't prepare two languages at the same time that you're trying to do a creative project sprint. It seems it was very, very busy. And it was just always something. Like it did keep me on my toes. Got it all done. I mean, I didn't fail too much, I don't think. I can't fail. I mean, it's my, pro my creative project. I'll do it however I want, right? Uh, same with the Ukrainian classes, the Chinese classes. <clears throat> I mean, the, the worst thing is that you don't get as much out of it that... Like, how much more could you have gotten out of it, right? How much more could you have squeezed out out of an hour of a class that you're not spending any extra time reviewing vocabulary anyway? So maybe that's what it is. And this is something to be you know considered when you are studying your own languages. How much time, how much homework time do you do? Because right? if you're not putting in homework time... You're not going to learn the language anyway. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I'm thinking about how I'm going to be recording while traveling because I don't really want to take this H4N microphone with me. It's kind of um, clunky. Uh, so I might have to change up my uh, recording setup again for uh, once I'm actually uh, on the road, but we'll see how that sort of uh, goes. Um, as I said uh, at the beginning of this episode, I'm recording this one in stereo. And I didn't realize this, but I was recording most of the episodes, the latest episodes, since I've started using Logic Pro on my iPad. So the last week and a half or so um, <clears throat> have all been done in mono. So this one's going to be done in stereo, just to see if there's any big difference. I think the only difference is that you're going to have two signals coming through uh, your, um, your, your, your left and your right. So one, one channel on each ear, basically, left and right. Uh, whereas um, yesterday's episode would just be the same feed going through both. <coughs> oh my goodness. All right. I'm going to leave it there because you guys don't want to hear me coughing and I don't want to cough anymore through this. Um, <laughs> show notes and tracks up on my website, uh, stevensersky.com. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Eat your broccoli, eat your kimchi, get your runs in and take some zinc before you go to bed. It'll help you sleep at least 30 minutes. Of course, check with your doctor just in case. Make sure that uh, you're able to, and you're not going to have any reactions to this. You know, check. You don't even have yeah. I, I, kimchi. Apparently, is very good for you. Uh, some people don't like it. It's kind of it's a Korean sort of pre-food food, if you will. It's a promissory note of food to come. Uh, broccoli. Hey, been eating raw broccoli with uh, um, roasted sesame, uh, Japanese rest, uh, roasted sesame sauce. It's fantastic. So don't. Don't knock it until you try it, but those things, awesome, also helps the digestive system, if you know what I mean, righto? All right, folks. <clears throat>
I gotta get I gotta get going. <laughs> My throat's uh, tickling all over. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. Again, show notes and tracks up on my website, stevenstrickson.com, and the videos for May You Make Your Movie up on YouTube and Instagram with the handle May You Make Your Movie. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.